You are now listening to The Social Hour. They're not PC. So if occasional foul language turns you off, then you have all been warned. This is the call before the storm. The babies with hair is creepy. It's so weird. Like, why do you have hair? You're not a person. We don't even know if we're going to keep you yet. <laughs> like, fuck, you don't have hair and you shit. You can't abort babies after they're born. <sighs> Bullshit. Get ready for the social hour. Live from Dece World Studios in San Antonio, Texas. This is the social hour. On today's show, comedian and comic book creator, Thomas Nichols. And now your host. He didn't call his mother on Sunday because he's watched enough porn to know it's really the stepmoms we should be celebrating this weekend. D. Casillas. Malam Keen, everyone. Welcome to the show. This is the Social Hour. I am Deese. Uh, what is up, guys? Thanks for joining us for another episode. Uh, I know I've had a couple weeks off. It's been a little busy, but I'm back. I'm back. Uh, you guys know what to do. Check the website for all the upcoming shows, dates. Uh, there's stuff going on. I'll be in Oklahoma City um, tonight as you're listening to this. And um, next week, we've got shows in Bernie, Texas, and New Braunfels, Texas, uh, Las Cruces, New Mexico, all around. So check them out. Go to deescomedy.com. Check out all the dates. Um, we're not going to spend too much time on that. You guys know what it is. Uh, we're going to get in. we got a guest. So it's been a couple weeks since we had a guest. We're um, excited to talk to this guy. We're trying to figure out where we, we know each other from. Ran in a bunch of the same circles <laughs> over the years. Uh, all the way from uh, Fort Collins, Colorado. Uh, comedian and comic book creator uh, Thomas Nichols. Uh, what's up, man? Thanks, uh, thanks again for uh, joining me today. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. Thanks for producing a dope show because there's not enough dope shows about just comic books. It's really not, honestly. Oh yeah, man. Thank you. I just, I. It's so fun. That's the nice thing about this show is like, it's one of those things where it was always just I just talked to people I wanted to talk to, you know, mm-hmm. and like I've gotten to talk to a lot of really interesting people. Um, Unfortunately, I've talked to some people. I didn't give it. It turns out I didn't care after we started talking. <laughs> like that's happened too. You know, you're like, yeah, this will be interesting. Then you talk to like, this is not interesting at all. Actually, <laughs> how do I? How fast can I get through this conversation? Absolutely. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's it, like you know, the longer it went on, the more I'm like, oh man, I just like, I love comic books. I reach out to a lot of comic book creators. I've been lucky enough to have some. Uh, some pretty cool, like I've had uh, Fabian Nicienza, Eric Larson, uh, Joe oh, Kelly, man, Joe course. Casey, guys like that have been on the show. So, yeah. yeah. Congrats on that, man. That's dope, uh, man. Yeah, they were. Or, uh, yeah, Eric Larson. Yeah, Eric Larson. Yeah, a couple. Yeah, it's nice. You know, they're, they were. Uh, it's it's so funny. People are always like, how'd you, how'd you end up talking to those people? I'm like, honestly, I just messaged them on Facebook. <laughs> and, you know. Sometimes that's all it takes. Yeah. Sometimes that's all it takes. Turns out people are cool sometimes. They're just like, yeah, sure, I'll do that. So. Yeah, sometimes they got time to, you know, just like, you know, not really doing nothing on a day or they really like independentness from a like a platform. So they support it. You know yeah. what I mean? And I, I, I look I look at those people are just like really willing to help the community out when it comes to their art. You know what I mean? Right. And what they want to do. Yeah. Jo- honestly, Joe Kelly. Do you know who Joe Kelly is? Joe Kelly. Yeah. Yep, yep. He was always one of my favorite writers. He wrote he like 
I, to me, he like Fabian Nicienza co-created Deadpool. I think Joe Kelly, like, really made Deadpool who he is. Like, he he wrote the first series, you know, in '96 yeah. or '97, yeah. first ongoing. Like, he was one of the nicest guys. Like, we still talk. Like, like I'll, I can text him and he'll text me back. You know, like we still chat occasionally. He's just like a super nice guy. How did how does he feel about the movies necessarily? How does he feel about the movies? Uh, he liked, yeah. I mean, he like he he said they were good. I mean, I, he's one of those guys that, and I don't know how you are too, but like, I'm I'm of the same mind as him. Where I'm like, it's a different medium, you know. Like, yeah. you can't make the comic if you make the comic book into a movie. I don't want you to make the comic book into a movie because I've read the comic books, you know. Right. Like, make right, something right, right. cool with this character, you know. Yeah. And, I, and, and and me personally, I I, I, I can't say I, I'm not gonna say I care less about what you do with the character because I do kind of care. If I definitely if I like the character for sure. sure. Uh, of course, you want to keep them with the same abilities and all the stuff that that were uh, originated with the character. Yeah, you don't want Deadpool. Want you don't want Wolverine Origins Deadpool. You don't exactly, you, yeah. bro, exactly. <laughs> like, like you know, not that far left. Let's <laughs> exactly, and that's what. But that's what's going on now with the uh, with the Marvel saga that's going on with they they inquiring the rights to these characters, but for so long they didn't have the rights to yeah. certain characters, so they couldn't. They had to make these other characters do certain things to advance the story. Yeah, like you know, like Doctor Strange wasn't really popping like that back in the day, oh, but. No. Now that he that he has these these new things coming out, these new they make up they making them cool. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, like it, it is cool to be able to see that necessarily, um, in in the sense of you know we I, I miss I, I, I'm waiting. I think I think they acquired the rights to Spider Man recently, or they got like two more years or something like that. Yeah, I'm, not still... I'm sorry, not Spider Man, but Venom. I mean, and uh, I think they got one more movie to do with Venom, and then Sony's pretty much. Neymar was going to take over and make that happen. So I hope so. That's one of that's one of my favorite villains slash heroes ever. Same with with Carnage being one of my favorite villains of all time. Okay. Uh, I I I I think I put Carnage in like a top five. Easy. All right. All right. That's Uh, how did you feel about the movie then? The the Let There Be Carnage. That. Okay. I w- I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this, and and this is, might be a, di- a disappointment, but I didn't necessarily go see it. The reason why I didn't go see it is because the fir- the first Venom was disappointing. Yeah, yeah. So the first one, the fact that Venom was released and it wasn't rated R, oh, already yeah. turned me off as far as the movie goes. And then when the movie came out, I didn't go see it in theaters. But when the movie came out. I was reading interviews about Tom, Tom, uh, it was Tom Hardy, right? Yeah, he yeah, was playing yeah. Um, and how he was saying, like, how a lot of the movie was cut, like, the blood and all that stuff was cut out of the movie. And I definitely didn't go see the first one. So uh, I was like, okay, then what's the point of you creating a, a, a anti-villain slash hero that is, for the most part, uh, portrayed as being a villain right. if it's not going to be villain-esque, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like. I need the I need the Joker version, not necessarily. I need a Joker version movie of villain. I need him to be dark like he's supposed to be of Venom. I need him to be dark like he's supposed to be, but also have the comedic thing. I don't mind that part because yeah. he was a little funny sometimes. But when they introduced Carnage into it, and I was like, they're gonna do Carnage. This is gonna be bad. <laughs> well, so you didn't see it. I did not see it. I saw parts okay, of it yeah. though, because because Naomi Harris plays uh, Shriek, and I like Naomi Harris a lot. Okay. 
Yeah. Uh, the, well, that's so, probably the only good part. It was not a good movie. Uh, it was not a good movie. <laughs> well, I'm glad it, it, it was. I saw it on bad. YouTube, bro. I saw, like, I saw clips of it on YouTube. <laughs> See, uh, I, I watched the first one, and my buddy and I, who's a, like a big – He's he'll like he's more of a movie guy than like a comic book guy, but and he always shits on me because I'll go see the the Marvel movies. And I'm like, Venom was like it was dumb fun for me. The first one, I'm like, it wasn't good. It was not good. Don't get me wrong, but like it was. But I can sit there for an hour and a half and be like, yeah, Venom did some stuff. But like like that's fine, you know. But the second one was like, dude, it was like actively bad, like so bad. Um, that's so disappointing, dude. Yeah. This is a character that's very important to Spider-Man in general, and and I mean, I knew they messed up Spider-Man from the first time they they did Venom and and the Toby oh um, McGuire ones. Yeah, like yeah. that was horrible. Yeah, but I I thought Tom Hardy be able to pull it off, or you know, uh, I I thought with with what uh cgi looks like now i thought it'd be incredible yeah and after hearing what tom hardy said about it i was kind of over it yeah i don't blame uh, you and it's a two-hour movie dude like yeah you... <laughs> jeez bro yeah. i got shit to do man how you much know do you mean? need like, to do yeah i don't i don't mind these movies coming out to be that long of a movie but at the same time i got a lot of stuff to do so uh to just you know and also what there. here's like Here's what here's what I always say. It's like, what am I really looking for out of a Venom movie? It's like it's like the uh, it's like uh, Alien vs Predator. I don't yeah. you, do you that the plot to that movie should be written on a cocktail napkin. It re, it reads <laughs> Aliens fight Predators for eighty minutes, then it's over. That's, That's it. it. That's, That's all I want to see. I want pure fucking porn of just fucking That's aliens it. fighting predators. I don't need a plot. I don't care about Antarctica. I don't care about the nope. lost ship. None of that shit. Nope. <laughs> the, the, human, the humans barely need to be in that movie. Yeah, by the for way. real. They, we don't really need the humans. We we don't need an origin story. We Nada. don't need that. Let's keep it moving, man. Yeah. Like. It's it's it's, but but at the same time, I mean, like I said, with with uh, Marvel actually going to start taking over Venom <clears throat> and producing these other ones, we go, we're probably going to get a lot of other uh, uh, symbiotic um, aliens at this point because there's a whole team of oh, them yeah. that nobody knows about. Right. And um, Venom is just the 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 bottom, if not necessarily the bottom, but when it comes to evils, symbiotic. Venom is not even I mean not Venom but Carnage is not even top of the list oh yeah like, yeah you get there's a the... lot of them out there right. and so I'm, I'm interested if they're gonna bring that in even though a lot of them didn't really entwine themselves into the, the Spider-Man universe uh, so I don't know how that's gonna work but um, to see to see the, the outcome of how they get Venom and Spider-Man to team up together and actually beat Carnage is going to be interesting to me. That would be. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of seeing how they're going to. I'm, I'm curious how they're going to do that. I, I hope they pull it off right. I mean, that's. I never understood why Sony, when they partnered with Marvel for like the Tom Holland Spider-Man movies, right? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. how? And but they're like, we're still going to do Venom, and we're going to do Black Cat, and we're going to do Car Craven. Like they're still trying to do these other movies. Yeah. Sony is in their own mm -hmm. Spider-Man universe. It's like, dude, just let Marvel do whatever they want. They pay you half. You make a boatload of money. Don't have to do shit. You know, like, like what? Why not, bro? Yeah. And, and I'll be, let's be real. Nobody cares about Craven. Let's be real here. No. Nobody cares. They can't, they got to get it, but they have to pick out of the, the villains that they have. That yeah. They have the right to, so I get it. But, I mean, come on, dude. Nobody cares. Give me some more Green Goblin. Give me the ones that people that were 
like necessarily well craven was an arch nemesis because he came back multiple times yeah yeah but i mean but as a solo movie that's I, what, yeah, come on, like, Morbius, come yeah. on, bro. Right, yeah, more, yeah. That's that's yeah, the one I was forgetting. I Morbius. Solo movie. I completely yeah. forgot it's a solo. Movie. I, I did too. That's the, I like. There's another one out there. Well, like they were trying to, they were making, they were developing that El Muerto, which is like a character out of the Spider-Man universe that yeah. appeared in like two issues of the Marvel Knights Spider-Man <laughs> series from like 22 yeah. years ago, and like yeah. it's already stalled out, and it looks like they're not going to do it. But it's like that's. You know, they're like they're doing the Madam Web and the Black Cat, and like you got nothing, man. Just just fucking sign it over, co-sign with Marvel. Marvel do it all. They whack it up with you, and you make way better movies. It looks way better for you. I mean, at some point they're gonna introduce uh, Spider Woman, which uh, you know, I'm I, I was I will I might actually go see, but I think they're gonna. I feel like they're gonna introduce. I think what they're gonna end up doing. And this has been something I've been talking about a lot <clears throat> with a lot of my friends at that. They're going to start doing the animated movies mm. instead of the live action film because yeah. I mean, because I, I see it now. A lot of the the Marvel characters that they have, these stars are fulfilling their contract and getting rid of it. Like right, they don't want right. to do it. Um, so they they actually got Hugh Jackman to sign for Wolverine again, which yeah. is I feel is almost impossible. Like was it was never going to happen. Yeah, so we're trying to figure out who's going to play Wolverine, but. You know these characters. Live action has a lifespan, and the oh, Spider-Man yeah. universe um, films are doing amazing. So, I think they're going to go that route, man. I think they're going to start doing animated, and it's it's good that they did the live action to animation instead of animation to live action because that yeah. doesn't work. Yeah. So well, well yeah, cause yeah. You, you make a good point because they they started tying in. You know, they made that What If series on mm -hmm. disney yeah. that was animated but it ties into continuity so it starts bridging that gap of like hey we can do all types of mediums with this right. with this you know and i think i they those miles morales movies they made were or the first one was great so that mm -hmm. second one's coming out and that's like the whole spider-verse thing and yeah they'll probably tie that into marvel and that's gonna sell that oh. movie's gonna sell. it looks amazing yeah. i'll be honest with you i haven't even seen the first one oh, the thing. I, I quit i quit watching this is this is so bad as a as a comic book fan i guess you could say i quit watching all the marvel all the superhero movies because in a sense number one they were like way too much yeah way too many and at the same time um i kind of i kind of felt like you know a lot of the movies became almost like way too much like as far as like the length of these movies like they like the oh, iron yeah. man movies were like come on dude like we don't need three iron man yeah. movies we need like two if that right debatable. right um and it kind of tired me out of them and a lot of the characters they were focused on i was never even that interested in as a kid like i didn't care about iron man that much i didn't really care about honestly didn't care about black panther that much i don't think anybody cared about black panther that much until the movie popped yeah, off yeah yeah well, honestly black panther was never really popping like that no. until the movie came by and i understood the movie was kind of it was kind of cool yeah yeah lie. the well, i mean i i i don't know if you ever read uh, Christopher Priest wrote a, a series in 1999, the Black, uh, Black Panther under the Marvel Knights banner. In uh, that series, like I remember reading that, and I was like right, right age, you know, I was probably mid-teens when that came out, and that but still is a killer series. But that was really okay. the only time I've ever been a fan of Black Panther. You know, I mean, it was like, you know, through all through the 80s and 90s, he really wasn't around. You know, just in the 70s and just kind of like 
background character forever and then you know but they but that's like what you said earlier they had to use the people they can use it's like right. nobody gave a shit about iron man either until the movies came out he was <laughs> exactly. like exactly yeah he was <laughs> and, and I'll, be, I'll be honest with you these movies aren't good yeah <laughs> let, let, let's get this out of the way the movies aren't good y'all i don't know why y'all telling me just because you are not watching these movies at home again like yeah, you watch yeah. it once and then <laughs> maybe twice debatable but there's there's no replay value in these movies you're not watching them again you're not you know you only watch them mainly just to catch up if anything or to yeah. refresh your memory to the next one but you're not these movies aren't good i am i mean i'm captain america to me has always been trash yeah. i don't know why but i understood what he did like his power was important because he's he's what ranked as like number one fighter in the marvel universe so he's training everybody like that plays a big role and you know i wanted everybody to play their roles and parts but i i mean the movie was just the longest movies to explain how much of an importance character they were was just too much yeah and i'm surprised that the hulk has not had a solo movie yet well i think they they've said that his rights were still tied up with like universal somehow um, okay. that's part of the reason they haven't done uh, a, a full Hulk solo movie. But apparently that has, that contract's gone away too, and now they're able to do something with him. So, um, well, I feel like they, even in the midst of not having the rights, they established that character so well yeah. that he don't need a, sil- a solo movie. Right, like he doesn't right. really need one, but they probably, of course, going to make one. But he doesn't necessarily need one. And that's that's what was, was cool about that character in general because you know enough but not too much about him yeah. like you know just enough to understand what he's doing and i wish they would have done that with the other ones um but they you know they're working with what they had so i understand that i'm just not yeah i'm not going to go see these movies <laughs> I, I will say this i would suggest at least seeing thor ragnarok it, it <sighs> was it was it was actually there was like the, the, here's why. Is that the second one? Is that the second one? That's the third one. Okay. Uh, and they made four now, which is yeah. way too many Thor movies. Because uh, the only one. I'm of not them's... a Thor fan at oh, all, yeah. dude. Yeah, Thor. Me, me, me neither. Thor Ragnarok's the only one that's good. But it is like, here's why I like it. It is. There's so many actual laugh out loud moments. Like it's like a comedy. Like it's okay. like legit okay. comedy written well. Um, like the first hour and twenty minutes. After that, it's just like the fight scenes and whoever wins you know but right, you know right, that's right. that's the thing with those movies too you're like the first two thirds is the only part that that is ever interesting at all the la- mm-hmm. the last third is just like the fight the good guys win <laughs> here's the commercial for the next movie you have to go see you know yeah you gotta wait for the for the for the, for the credits but but at the same time um you know movies to a degree were a, a part of the thing that got me into comic books mm-hmm. and, and just so so it, sometimes it's important for me to go see some of these movies that i feel could be great comic books because yeah. if it wasn't for some movies i wouldn't even be in a comic book same with gaming gaming was the same thing that got me into comic books to a degree at a, at a young age so to be able to see these um comic books be turned into movies or movies be turned into comic books yeah been amazing over the years you know it is interesting, yeah, because, I mean, I remember growing up and wanting, like, oh, God, I would have loved to see, like, some of these movies when I was real young. Yeah, I was just like, when are they going to make an X-Men movie? And, yeah. uh, you know, then they 2025, made 2025, man, 2025, oh, that's what they said. See, that's, see, now, you, but now that you, like, because, I mean, 
you know, I love those movies when I was younger, but I go back and watch them now. I'm like, these movies kind of suck. Like, I think these movies are pretty bad. You know, like these, uh, they're, you know, the first X-Men movie is fucking trash, dude. You're like, what is happening here? You know, they, well, with Disney, Disney, this is what they got to do, man. They got to understand, like, the older stuff is great. It's fine. They just got to be redone correctly. The, yeah. The, the, um, the, the X-Men cartoon is being redone for yeah. some reason when it literally doesn't need to be done it just needs to be revoiced that's it yeah yeah that's it to be revoiced again better and you can put that right back out and be right. fine same, <laughs> with the, same with the gargoyle series the gargoyle series is being revamped into comic books now because they're going to read they go they talk they in talks about doing a movie yeah. i don't think it's going to happen but um they in talks about it man and talks for it for years they say I think Jordan Peele is going to direct it, I think, or something like that, oh, or his production company. Yeah, um, animation or live action? Uh, I think in the midst of, in the mix of both. Okay, interesting. Um, and they've been in talks for that for years. Uh, it's been uh, rumors floating around that Jordan Peele is the one that's going to do it. I'm not exactly sure though. Yeah, um, they, they that was like, you know, in the midst of COVID, that was announced that that was happening. I think. And then they got so many other movies that's coming out that has to do with uh, comic book series that um, that I look forward to seeing, like Blades coming out. They got that. Uh, they pushed that back to 2024, I think. Yeah, they lost the director yeah. and like started yeah. back. From, they like ditched the whole script they had and, you know. And, and Valiant's trying to get into the game as well. Valiant, Again? Valiant comic books trying to get in there to do Harbinger. Uh, they did Blood. Um, Bloodshot. Which I heard was really real bad, bad. disappointing. It's real bad. It's like they, but they. I feel like this is the problem that I have with these superheroes. They cram too much into one movie. Yeah, and that's what I heard happened. Like it just the pacing of it was way too fast for this character, which I understood. But because you want to be able to, like I said, give enough to understand the character, but not too much, so you have something to play around. But you don't want a fucking three-hour movie, right? It's too much. Also, I think your first mistake is casting Vin Diesel, hanging your franchise on Vin Diesel's (laughs) neck. That's that's fucking problem number one. You, uh, you know, I mean, listen, he can handle. But this is also at the time when 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 Valiant was tanking was beginning to fall. Yeah, this was a moment that Valiant was like, "We got to get who we can because this is starting to fall." This I think uh, one of the lead CEOs left the company after the movie came out or before the movie came out. So the, that company was starting to tank. And that was one of my favorite because one of my favorite companies because they produced uh, Shadow Man, who was like my favorite. I saw combo. that on your tattoo. Is that a tattoo you got on your arm, Shadow Man? Yeah. I saw yeah. that with you. Yeah, yeah. Can I show it on there? Yeah. I'm gonna fucking show it on there. Yeah, I thought I thought I saw that. That's so funny. I uh, I've been reading the Andy Diggle series, uh-huh. like the third yeah. volume, I think of that. Uh, uh, second, second, second. Is that the second? Yeah. Okay, yeah. The um, and I actually just completed the original, like nineteen nineties run in single mm-hmm. format. I've got those. Um, the yeah, I've got a whole box of fucking Valiant shit from the nineties. But yeah, loving it, man. One of our favorite series of all time. One of my favorite superheroes of all time. Yeah. Well, actually, number one, honestly. And I, I think is he's such a unique character, and it, he's he's in a realm that nobody's really fucking with. That's yeah. what makes him so unique from everybody else. He's in a voodoo realm, but nobody, no other comic book um, companies are really dove into a voodoo vibe like I would want them to. Yeah. 
Um, well, also play seen him in like you know New Orleans instead of New York. Every every fucking one's in New York. It's like he was doing yeah, his own yeah. thing. You know, it was different. He's a jazz musician. Who yeah. the fuck? Who's <laughs> gonna fuck with a jazz? This is crazy, dude. The, you know what I mean? So I gotta have you. Okay, have you ever seen um, the? Are you you familiar? You remember Malibu Comics? Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. So they had a character called named Nightman. Um, and I don't know if you ever read Nightman, but his. So one of the guys, was it Bob Layton? Who was one of the writers who wrote the original series? He left Valiant and he went on to write at, uh, at Malibu. And Nightman is literally just Shadow Man. It's a jazz musician. He plays the saxophone. He's like this. He's like. <laughs> the it's uh and it is a, the big the, the big hook on his abilities that like so as a musician right they're like oh he can like he's like in tune with other people's evil you know you're like okay. so if someone's doing evil he like can tune into it he's like in in frequency like you're like all right man this sounds pretty shitty <laughs> it had the, it had a this show this this comic book actually had a TV show on Sci-Fi live I action. That. I yeah. think I remember that. Good. I think I remember that, dude. It's bad. I think I remember that, bro. It's, it's really bad. Yeah, it on- used to come on. Uh, uh, what did it used to come on? Was it CW? I think it was. I think it was on Sci-Fi. I gotta I gotta look at the picture. I think I know exactly what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, it's real bad. Like I found it on the Roku channel a while back, and I've been watching it at night because i i love That's to watch i love trash television like the, <laughs> like going in knowing it's going to be horrible like i my expectations are so low you know and it, this is this is what i love about this show is this guy is a jazz musician he plays the saxophone everywhere he goes like he's on the he's like he's always got it with him he's on the trolley in san francisco just playing this saxophone and everyone's like oh look and they, everyone knows him i'm like Nobody knows any saxophonist. Get the fuck out of here. There's no one. No one has ever gotten played because they play the saxophone. You know. It's like, oh, that's uh, hilarious. It, Dude, that spellboy playing the saxophone while he's waiting on the sandwich. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's a wild show. Usually, if you got a Roku, it's free on Roku. Um, it's probably free everywhere. Uh, but, it gotta be. It gotta. It's it's worth a watch. I've actually been thinking about like doing a podcast about it because I just want to. <laughs> watch it and talk about it because it's so bad like i gotta talk to someone about this even if it's just to the vacuum you know of the internet um yeah find it and watch it man it's uh that's hilarious i mean that's but that's another thing that 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 uh we need we don't i'm not saying terrible shows but the series of these tv shows that they get from comic books yeah very few that are actually good yeah yeah like the flash has been good I haven't watched it, but I know it's been amazing. It's about to be Green, over, uh, I think. I think, I think Green Arrow had a show, right? Yeah, yeah, that was supposed to be good too. Yeah, uh, but sh- they got Shield coming out. I mean, Shield. Well, I think it's still going. I'm not sure, but um, I mean, these shows were, were were good, and and Luke Cage got cut short. I don't know why. Luke Cage was great. You that know? Daredevil series was fucking great yeah, too, yeah. in my opinion. That yeah. that was uh, that a whole well. Cage, Daredevil, and and Jessica Jones, I liked. Iron Fist was hot garbage. That show was so bad. I didn't watch that. I didn't it was watch that. so bad. Like the fight scenes were corny as shit. And I'm thinking, how do you have a 
you're, you have the same producers as the people who did Daredevil, which has great fight scenes. And then you're like, yeah, just send the B squad over to Iron Fist. Hilarious. Yeah. It's a money. It's a money grab. I think we miss. I think at the same time, these also characters that are like not necessarily popping. Like, yeah, for sure. Jessica Jones wasn't really popular. I mean, Luke Cage has some steam behind him. But he, you know, people weren't necessarily looking for him. It just happened to be a good show. Yeah. Um, but we, I, 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 but I like the, I like the, I like the idea of having series shows for these side characters that nobody really cares about. Yeah. It gives us more information about them and gives more familiar. Like I would love to see a Beast series, but there's no, no. Um, I guess there's, there's not going to make one. Yeah. You know, or even a, a, a Nightcrawler. Even though he was in the original X Men, but to see a Nightcrawler series would be great. I think. Personally, I think Nightcrawl is underrated as a oh, character. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and I think uh, even Jubilee, who was possibly one of the weakest yeah. out of the X-Men, to see a series about, to make her more relevant, because now she's like a vampire, she can fly, she, she, not, like, she can do a shit. bunch of stuff now. Yeah. So to see that would be kind of cool. Um, well, you could play with but, so many genres, you know? Like, I, I've got, if I ever got in a writer's room with anyone from, I would pitch... I want to pitch this show because I that is um, I love X Men's my shit, and I love unconventional characters like D list X Men characters, and I want to pitch a show like more or somebody. Yeah, oh, you're gonna this is you're gonna know in just a second. The uh, uh, it is the X Men meets uh, like with meets the Running Man meets Saw. And it stars oh, Longshot. Wow. Okay. So stars Longshot in like the Mojo verse, essentially. Uh, and it's like basically okay. like, you know, The Running Man, the movie The Running Man with Arnold Schwarzenegger. And because he's on like yeah. that TV show with a little bit of Saw mixed in where he's got like these crazy things that he has to uh, do. And But use X-Men characters. Use Longshot. Use some X-Men characters. I'm like, that's okay. a fucking like make it a straight up horror, like a legit horror I'm down for that. show. I'm down. I, I would love to. I'm a big horror fan. Yeah. Like that, that's one genre that I, I dive into constantly. I think it's one of the greatest genres to create that doesn't get enough respect for what it is. 100%, yeah. So to see a, a horror super like villain, I mean, super, uh, to see a horror superhero movie would be amazing. Yeah. I think that would be something. But they tried to do it with, uh, what's that, Bright... Uh, Brightburn. Brightburn. Yeah. And it, it, I heard it was good. It just didn't do it's, well. It's okay. I saw it. It's okay. It's kind of what you expect. It's it's it doesn't it didn't none of, it didn't give me any surprises. It wasn't it wasn't bad, but it didn't do anything that surprised me. It made me think, oh, that was like it was exactly what I thought it was going to be. You know? it was gonna be. I mean, same thing with I, I guess uh, uh, Chronicles was another thing that they tried to do when it came to uh, three kids that get superhero superpowers. And oh one yeah, like, yeah. And I like that movie, you know what I mean? But it wasn't it wasn't necessarily a comic book, but to see that series grow into a comic book, I wouldn't mind that at all. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think it could be something decent. A short run, maybe like another four or five issues, a short run would be kind of cool. But, you know, we get other stuff like Sonic uh, that was a comic <laughs> book that I didn't care about, but the movies are really good for what they are. Yeah. You know what I mean? I haven't seen those. Dude, you got, yeah, Sonic, but granted, it is a theater movie. Okay. I'm not gonna lie to you. I, yeah. I can't see myself necessarily watching it outside of theaters, but it's a good movie, man. I I, I personally enjoy. It. I think Jim Carrey killed it, of course. But um, to see that series blow up and be a thing, 
off of the back of like what it's what it's been over the years from terrible games yeah to a comic book series that really nobody really knew about to now being a, a movie that is making a, a crazy amount of money is is good you know what i mean sometimes you got to find the right medium to to uh project these uh characters into yeah and put them into and it just makes a lot of money and they, they seem like they put the time and effort to really make sonic something so yeah um, it's it blows my mind that that it's 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 good and sad at the same time because i'm like if somebody asked me in 1993 the first time i played sonic the hedgehog they're like hey you think in 30 years this is gonna be a million dollar blockbuster movie i'd be like motherfucker get the fuck you are did you fucking butt chug peyote before we had this conversation what the fuck are you talking about? no this that's is a, a good point that's yeah. a very good point though. that's a good point <laughs> you know but that's so that's what it's wild to think that that but but it also is kind of sad because you're like this is how creatively bankrupt hollywood is that they're like listen we're just digging in and taking any video game from 30 years ago that was kind of popular and we're gonna make it into an 18 movie franchise well we to to see like what i i I would think that these comic i would think that the big comic books company uh, series get these offers and they just turn them down because like certain things like the sandman should have been re like turned into a show a long time ago yeah, it's yeah. not a movie the sandman has been going on forever and yeah. it seemed like to never end it's, it's almost it's damn near the same style it's it's a great book i mean you got tales from the crypt that made it and it has created a, a a way for itself through you know the midst of everything else that's coming out it's still very popular with this with the the, the series coming back out i think what a, two years ago maybe a year ago yeah they, re, they did a bunch of them but it's some series that fall flat, like the Twilight Zone came out. Uh, they did a, their. I love their comic books, by the way. Twilight Zone has some great comic book uh, yeah. issues, and you know they develop into a show directed by I think uh, Jordan Peele was the host of it or something like yeah. that. And it didn't do well. It kind of just went away. But these, I think these stories that are anthology stories that they tell aren't really the thing right now. Yeah, you know, I really think they want to get a a good character. Uh, to really push a whole series and try to stretch this out as long as they can, which is crazy because they have signed a, a human being for like 10, 10 years or some shit and expect this human to really want to do yeah. like eight of these movies. And like, dude, I might not even be around in eight right, years. Right. Well, it's we like Dave Bautista. Here? He's like, I'm so glad to never be in Guardians of the Galaxy again. Like he made a boatload of money, but he's like, fuck that shit. I'm so done. <laughs> being painted green and acting like I'm autistic. Like, get me the fuck oh out of God, here. Dude. I, I'm, I'm sure, man. Robbie Downey Jr., same thing. But I feel like at the same time, it's 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 all about money, man. I think yeah. that these characters 100% will come back. There's no way that Robert Downey's not going to be in another Marvel movie. It's easily, he's going to do a voiceover for something or he's going to do a, uh, you know, they're going to make him project, be a projector or some shit right, right. and come out of nowhere. You know, it might be a quick five minutes, but he's going to make an appearance definitely yeah. when it comes to how connected he is to Spider-Man. Yeah, now. yeah. He's so connected with Spider-Man. So to for him not to make a reappearance or them to like not do a flashback of him somehow, it's almost impossible. Well, they you know? in, they introduced uh, was in Black Panther. Yeah, in the last in the last Black Panther movie, mm-hmm. they introduced mm-hmm. Ironheart. Yeah. So yeah. they've got to mm-hmm. whatever wherever they take that is definitely going to have something to do. They'll you know some cameo of Tony Stark. You know. And, and what's what's the um what's the character with the little girl that's like a scientist? 
and she I think she's on like a dinosaur or something. What's the I forgot oh, her name. Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur and Moon Girl. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that's gonna be that that personally should be the next day. I think at some point they just have to get rid of either get rid of all these older characters that yeah. we know enough about and start really trying to branch out and get some of these characters that know about these newer series because that's a really new series yeah. that came out over the last five years oh, if that. Yeah. Yeah. So to have to have those characters come in and do some stuff to follow, um, to follow something like Blade that's coming out that I'm hoping is decent, at least. I to have so. Blade come out and 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 let that be the usher for the rest of it because they doing, I, I don't know if they're doing Spawn still. I have no idea oh, because Jamie, Jamie Fox was playing Spawn and I was look I was actually looking forward to Spawn. Yeah. Actually, Jamie Fox supposed to play Spawn, but we all know what happened. To Jamie Fox, he's not doing the best right now. Uh. And and it's very unfortunate because I feel like he would have done an amazing oh spawn. Yeah, dude, that guy, that guy, can't, that guy can't do anything bad. Anything that guy you touches know, right? is fucking amazing. No one should be that talented. On the earth, I think, is Jamie Fox. It makes me angry how talented that guy is. I'm like, oh, you can sing, you can rap, you're super funny, you can act good, you're good looking. Go fuck yourself, Jamie Fox. Like, what don't you have? You need everything, you know? Everything. Uh, uh, he's easily one of the top. Um, most talented people on this earth and, and, yeah. and what's going on when i hope he recovers well gets better and uh just to, at this point just to see him just be around would be great yeah, you know yeah, what i mean yeah. because uh, i know he would have done well in spawn but if they didn't finish or whatever whatever the series whatever's going on with that i, I just wish him well but i do think if, if spawn doesn't happen to see a shadow man would be amazing yeah. man come on y'all <laughs> bring it come on man. Yeah. come I on they got a new game coming out they got a new game coming out so i'm looking forward oh, to that they? but okay they, they, I, I mean they've been trying to get shadow man done for a minute and it just never happened i mean they were first looking at uh dmx to play shadow. this is like back in the day oh, wow. like, yes yeah, so they were getting trying to get dmx to play shadow man and they were looking at ice cube to play shadow so one of them were going to play shadow okay. man and this was back when the game maybe came out maybe like five years after the game was supposed to be developing the movie and it just never happened it just never happened yeah but i'm i'm hoping that they do a shadow man and they do it they i'll be honest with you they only have to do it good because the 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 idea of shadow man could start something like, yeah. if it's good that's that's more beneficial but the fact like once again we're touching on a, a a voodoo realm which is not that many horror movies or movies in general that have to do with voodoo it's yeah. not that many definitely in the horror general uh in the horror genre you only got like serpent of the rainbow and chucky which house played the first one yeah yeah and maybe no actually Maybe three more movies I can't name off the yeah, top of my head. So the Voodoo Rev has not been touched that much. So to be able to put something new out there, uh, a new type of storyline, um, to touch something that nobody's been really messing with would well, be an amazing feat for them. I, I think part of the problem when it comes to comic book movies is that these these companies look at the movies and they don't they just they don't want to do like a like Shadow Man absolutely should just be lean 100% into the horror and make it make it a dark horror and realistic whereas they want to shoot down the middle because they want to make it as big of an audience as possible right. so then you end up with nothing you're like 
it's not it's just a it's just a big nothing burger you're like this is just a okay yeah like it's not bad but it's not great it's just happened you know you're like no nah, man just go all in on the horror and you'll make a badass horror movie and you may not get 12 year olds to come see it at the theater you know but which they I just, think they will anyway. Well, I mean, come yeah, on. Probably, yeah. they're, not, they're, not, they're not gonna see it in the theater, but they see it at home. Yeah, like, they're gonna, gonna find gonna a way. Yeah. yeah, they're gonna find a way, and and I think that's what what I mean. Deadpool was proving a great point and what to do when it comes to these movies, man. When it comes to, I think Deadpool was the first one to break a record when it came to these um, movies that actually went in as the character, like all in. They yeah. used a rated R and made it work. I think the Joker was the next one to follow that. I mean, it did well. It did. Yeah. They, they got a sequel coming out, which I'm actually looking forward to. Yeah. That is a that is a movie that I'm actually looking forward to see. Yeah. Uh, the Joker series to see what they actually do with this character. Old um, Man Logan. That was that or Logan. That was a great, 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 great example right there. Yeah, I mean that movie's that movie's amazing. You know, uh, mm-hmm. and they they 100 just yeah leaned into the character, went all went all in and you can probably well not even all in but at least 85 percent in you yeah, know more than what they were yeah. more than what they were for sure and, yeah. and to see that i would love to see more of that i think it's going to be amazing if they do dive into that because there's so many other movies that need to comic books that need to be brought to the theaters that or that could be brought not necessarily need to be but it can be brought to theaters that can be like a, a blockbuster if they really wanted to i mean I, I, or they just get people to play them right because Resident Evil that series is trash, but the 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 comic book series is really good. Yeah. The um, even though that's what's hard about that 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 the zombie series don't really last that long. It's only so much you can do. Right. Right. Because the Walking looking Dead at you, been, Walking Dead. Fucking yeah. cut the cord. We, <laughs> we fucking get it. Your eighth spinoff. Nobody gives a shit anymore. God damn it. The, that fucking show. Fuck about Nigel and whoever old girl. Yeah. Well, I, well, old girl's kind of cool. I forgot her name, but fucking nobody cares. About Rick's that. been gone for seven seasons. Nobody fucking cares. Carl's eighty-two years old now. He's fucking. The, 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 as soon as that 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 series starts to tank, they gonna bring Rick back, guaranteed, dude. As huh. soon as it starts to go really bad, Rick is gonna show up somewhere. Well, the ori- the original Walking Dead series is over. It's done. They've got the, the 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 Fear of the Walking Dead, which was the first spinoff, is on its last season. But then they've got some other spinoff series that started. And I'm yep. like, fuck, yeah, you just, yeah, let's just, <laughs> nah, you know. That fucking show. I watched that show for like the first six, seven seasons. And I remember watching on the seventh season, I'm like, I hate this show. I haven't liked it for five seasons. Why am I watching this fucking show still? And then I like just stopped it. And I never watched it again. Like this is bullshit. I'm wasting my goddamn time. This is what I think will happen. This is what I think. This is how I think The Walking Dead should should end its whole thing. They should just do one last movie, make it a, a short movie, like an hour and a half, maybe maybe two hours. I'll give them two hours to close out everything and kind of bring everybody back that they can. Yeah, I think. They do that, they can send that whole series off in a good way. Because um, I think movies at this point, when it comes to comic books, are a good way to end a series. Yeah. Because you can get so much done within a book. Is I think it's the greatest thing. Like they, like the Twenty Eight Days Later series. Yeah, yeah. Comic books, amazing bridge together for the for the movies itself. You know, you got the first Twenty Eight Days Later happened, then the series comes up, the comic book series, which is a great bridge to Twenty Eight Weeks Later. 
And I, I think if anything, if it doesn't play as a bridge to between two movies or something like that, it should definitely the movie should be the end of oh, the whole thing. A, the whole thing. I think yeah. it'd be a great idea. Granted, you know, for those that didn't watch The Walking Dead, you're kind of fucked if yeah. you don't if you put a movie <laughs> in there. But. Well, I mean, the comic book's been over for a long time too. Funny, funny story about that comic book. Have you ever heard how Robert Kirkman got that made? The comic book no. originally. So the guy who created it, Robert Kirkman, he pitched it to Image Comics, and they're like, they didn't want to do just a zombie comic book. Like, no, nah, no, nah, that's they didn't want to do it. So he lied to him and told him that he had an ending, and the ending had to do with aliens, and there was there's gonna be aliens. It was a lie. Okay. It's a total lie. He's like, that's in his head. He's like, that's not gonna happen. He's like, this comic, yeah. this comic book would be get good, and then I can do whatever I want. But they they bought it on that precipice that it was aliens and then he's like then down the road like hey what's up with those aliens he's like yeah i kind of that might have been a lie i kind of fucking lied to you about <laughs> that whole thing uh but at that point it was such a wildly popular comic book they're like do what you want zombie to aliens sound like some shit that image would buy no shit that right? sounds like 100 an image story dude yeah. like they want to bridge that alien they want to go <laughs> They want to go from one side to the complete other side with their stories. And that, I'm granted, that's what makes Image good. They want yeah. to make that hard left turn on you and make it completely different. And I, I appreciate I'm a, Image Comics because of that. Uh, that's really funny, though. Yeah. I never knew that. Yeah. Uh, so if you want to pitch your book to Image, just put an alien in there somewhere. Right. Yeah. That's all you got to do. Just know you have to lie and then hope your comic book gets wildly successful before they find out you fucking lied to them. So that, classic, bro. Uh, that is funny. I mean, there. I only own, granted, a handful of image books. And there's one that's called Change. Okay. I don't know if you read it before. No. I forgot who the. I forgot who wrote it. It was. It was one of the back when I just got back in the comic book because I stopped for a long time. Yeah. I was in comic books for a little bit, then I stopped, and I saw this book change. Well, actually, 28 Days Later, that series is the one that got me back into comic books. Okay. And then I saw this book change, and it's about, it's really weird, man. But it's an image book. So it's like, I think the book change is the book that really defines what image wants in their book. It's really, it yeah. goes from left to right, left to yeah. right. It's really weird. Do you know who the writer from, is? I don't, man. Okay. I, I can't remember, but you, it's like... You go from being outer space to being in a cult to your face melting off to being back in real life. Like, it's a whole thing. Yeah. It's different, dude. And so, you know, after reading something like that, I was like, this book is very different than any other <laughs> book that I've had. Uh, but I liked, I liked it because it was that, you yeah, know, and yeah. I think that's what Image is really looking for, something that creates that imagery of this is definitely something that is different than everything else that you're going to read. Well, it's so funny because when Image first started, it was so artistic driven. Just it was a bunch of artists who wanted to do their own their own shit, and it there was no story. The stories were trash for like the first eight years in Image, and now it's so so writer driven, where you have these really really great stories, you know. Um, and I dig that a lot. Yeah, Image has some fucking amazing. Although, I still to this day, The Max is one of my favorite series. Oh, ever for came. sure. Oh man. Me. For sure, dude. I think uh, one of the most powerful, strongest characters yeah. ever made, The Mask. Yes, okay? so. The yeah. Mask. You can't really, you can't. There's not so many characters that can beat this guy in a, in a match. Yeah. One-on-one -on -one easily. You can't really, I mean, Jim Carrey made, did a great 
uh, portrayal of him, but it was a kid's film again, you right. know? Yeah, they diluted, so. So people would only see the film, and it's like, the mask, he's a, he's a, he, this dude, like, truly, this dude is a problem. Like, the mask <laughs> is a problem. He's not just a person in a mask. He's not that. He, yeah. he has everything to do with a good fight, and to see him be, to see a rated R mask movie, that'd oh, be amazing. That, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, I'll see if I, yeah, people need more balls to do that in their comic books. Just go all in. So, the uh, um, sorry, where are we at here? The uh, oh shit, okay. The uh, um, well, let's talk about. I want to talk about your journey into. We've talked about comic book movies of fucking for the last hour. Let's uh, <laughs> uh, let's talk about your uh, your comic book, but also how like I I'm always interested how creators got into where they're at with their comics. Like so. You know, you said you you read comic books as a kid, then got out of it for a while, got into it. Like, where was your start with comic books reading? Uh, what were the books you first started reading? It's you know, um, my very first start was the Starship Troopers series. Okay. I started. I think it was called Brute Force. Okay. Uh, I read that book. I read that series a little bit because I was a little kid at the time. It was about the time the movie came out. Yeah. Um, I didn't know that the movie had a comic book series. And me and my pops went to the comic book store. I happened to find it. And I got I got maybe two or three issues of it. And that was pretty much it. I didn't, you know, I didn't have money. I didn't have a job or, right. <laughs> or a car to go get the yeah. book. So I kind of like, you know, stopped there. Um, but it stuck with me. Like, I still have it to this day. Like, it just stuck with me. And um, my dad had an X-Men book, a Wolverine. I think it was Weapon X, I think, or something like that. And I read that. I would, at that point, I was just into just like, I want more of these. I never really necessarily asked my dad to go get more. And I stopped reading books. I mean, not books in general, but comic books. And then uh, what was the next one? I think it was 28 weeks later, The Aftermath. That series was, it, I mean, granted, 28 Days Later is my favorite movie of all time. Okay, it's a great that. movie. It's a very good movie. So to, for it to have a comic book series in it, with selena who was also my favorite character in the in this in the movie to continue her story was super dope yeah so i got involved in that and and that was what the second kick of what got me back into comic books and i, I at that point i had a job at a car so i can go to the comic yeah. book store whenever <laughs> I, I can would. do it i'm an adult i can buy comic books if i want you know, to <laughs> i'm going to the comic book store spending checks yeah like checks <laughs> of like all comic books dude Damn. and um and it, you know, those books. Twenty days later, got me back into comic books again, and and I'm, I'm, they got me um, buying everything I could at the time. Yeah. And um, I wanted, I always wanted to do a comic book as a kid. You know, that was a thing as well. So that's pretty much what got me into creating comic books. Yeah, man. I mean, it's such a it's it's so interesting because it's an underrated medium. I always tell people because when you know when anyone thinks about comic books, they just think Superman. You know, guy or that type of thing, like guy in his underwear fights villain of the month. And you're like, I get that. There's a lot of that in. It's the majority of comic books. As an industry, it's probably eighty percent of the industry, um, which you know it's fine. But like, there is so much happening in that medium that is telling really, really interesting, really powerful stories in different genres, from you know horror like stuff you're talking about to just straight up like slice of life to crazy mm-hmm. stuff like terry moore's strangers in paradise where it's just like just you know life drama stuff i mean you can yep. get 
anything you know you can do anything it's it's like uh there's a there's a uh what was it called what was it called um oh my god oh east of west by jonathan hickman uh i don't know if you ever read that it's from image but it's a uh i, I highly suggest it it's a great series um Jonathan Hickman. I think I know what you're about. Jonathan Hickman's kind of hit or miss for me. Uh, he he does it's, he has very big concepts, and then they sometimes just spiral out of control. And you're like, you you created too, you're too much you're doing too much world building. Much. Focus on the story. Uh, <laughs> like so you're just like it's like a dungeon master that got out of control. You're like, dude, focus <laughs> on this. What's happening? Um, but it's uh, it's like set in the old west. In like this, just it's but yeah. there's uh, there's futuristic stuff and there's like in magic and it's like you can do you can combine all this shit, smash it together, and you're like this is the world I'm giving you, yeah. and you can make it believable, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um and, and, and I mean that's that, those that was the thing I saw in comic books. Like these people can do whatever they wanted right. with these books. They can make whatever they want, and I I just saw like. How, how cool that could be so i mean i started developing ideas young and trying to figure out you know what is a series that i would want to see yeah um, and i mean I, and I, I gotta say this the old art um how they used to draw the books amazing yeah the, i no no not discrediting digital art not discrediting y'all because y'all got some talent it's dope i get to see submissions from people send me stuff and y'all do amazing work but that old style that yeah. used to be on the paper the newspaper paper oh my god yeah also i don't know about you but personally i actually kind of prefer the coloring from old comic books yes. sometimes yeah. digital coloring can look too painted and too real and i'm like this is taking this is distracting me from the story yeah. almost because it looks too it's too pretty almost you know do you do you read the words first or you look at the image first i usually read the words first okay yeah yes yeah. i know some people that read that look at the image first and then read the words I'm like no you're doing it backwards yeah. you got to read the words first then the image and i mean that because i can see how that can be distracting from what's going on for sure and, and it's too perfect yeah. Sometimes it'd be too perfect, but yeah. I need some fuck. I need like a little bleed to it a little bit. Like Well, and, and also a little bit of like I want it to be abstract. I don't want it to look like I'm looking at photos. You know, I don't need like yeah. like a like a Alex Ross or like a or like a Frank Cho, someone who, who does these perfect like I I want to read something by like Chris Bocciolo or uh, something that has like fucking crazy abstract art, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. The, cause there's, there's times I read comic books where I realize that I'm barely even looking at the pictures at all. Like I, yes. I yes. Yes. Oh, I'm just like, I'm just reading this. And if it's interesting enough, I'm barely, you know, the glancing at the pictures. But. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I want to get the story going. I want to keep it moving. Uh, like two, that book yeah. right there is is it's supposed to be turned into a series by the way which i don't know if that's going to happen but the the i like the art style in it but i pay it to, so this story is so interesting that i don't really care so much sure. about it like yeah. sometimes i have to go back and look at the images but it's such a good story that you know an idea the idea is great so yeah yeah so it sounds like you probably the media you, you're not necessarily reading the mainstream kind of stuff as much you're more getting into your uh independent uh, you know not the superhero stuff like horror and uh, off-brand stuff right mm -hmm. yep 
So do you, have you read any, do you read any of the major stuff or have you, or is it mostly? It's mostly indie, honestly. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, granted, I am a fan of like the major superhero, like Spider-Man and stuff like that. I'm a fan of those, sure. but I'm, yeah. I'm a big fan based off of like the, the cartoon was got me first before anything else. Um, didn't read any Batman comic. Never, actually, I never, have I read a Batman comic book? <laughs> I might have glanced at one, sure. but I was never the big Batman fan. Um, I know I've read some Nightcrawlers before. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, but I like Nightcrawler. Once again, I like the, the what Nightcrawler looks like, the design of him. Um, I like his background. I like. I, I I want them to go back to. We could jump it all all over the place, but I would love <laughs> for them to go and give like give the origins of Nightcrawler because the original origins of Nightcrawler because the original origins was it was Mystique yeah and another character I think named Destiny I think uh-huh and Destiny was able to like change into anybody that she wants to be I think she changed into like a doctor at one point and she she a male doctor and she got Mystique pregnant and that was a whole thing yeah but they didn't they, they got rid of that story because back then uh, two women in a relationship was not a thing. Right, you could, like they, 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 they was like going against that. I was like, dude, that's kind of that's kind of fire. Yeah, that's, that's a better story. Yeah, <laughs> great story. Why not do that, bro? But uh, to see these original stories be put into the universe would be great. So yeah, uh, I, I, I feel like I would have got more into the mainstream if they probably stuck with their first idea to make this character like this, like this, like this, rather than what they did to make it. Uh, form into something that I guess everybody would like. Yeah. You know? Well, it is part of the problem with these characters that live on in perpetuity, that just keep going and going and going in or out in a series or multiple series every month where it's like they're going to change and evolve and have so many writers cycling through with their own ideas that they, they, mm -hmm. they lose who they are. They, they, they look the same maybe, but otherwise they just are whoever is writing them is writing them how they want to write them, you know? Um, and you lose the essence of the character a lot. That's what's happening with Shadow Man. So this, oh man. Really? So, yeah, man. I'm uh, The last run, I forgot who did it. I don't even want to remember who did it. It's not good. No, shit, and I'm, yeah. I'm pretty disappointed in the last run. But this next one, uh, Bob, I believe Bob Hall is taking over. Okay. I don't know if Jim Shooter's getting involved in this, uh, but the, the, Bob Hall is the closest to the original writer that you're going to get. Yeah. Uh, you know, so to see to see him go back to that is going to be cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, getting into comic books is is it's a different monster. I didn't. I, I knew it was going to be an issue. Like, a, like I was going to have to figure it out. Yeah. You know, but it, it, I'm glad I was able to figure it out because it's something I've been wanting to do since I was younger. And to be able to produce these books and put them out, and people actually like the books, that's what's crazy still to this yeah. day. Like, people, it's blowing my mind that people actually like these books. How long? So, when did you uh, put out the first one? I uh, put out Just Us Cops number one uh, five years ago. Okay. And was maybe, it maybe six years ago? Was it print or digital or both at the time? When I put it out first, it was digital. Okay. And um, I got. Cause I couldn't afford the print. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, the, paying the artist and in, in the midst of you know all, what I had at the time, I, I couldn't afford it. But, yeah. um, and I got so much flack for this book, dude. Like, it, it, this is also from people that didn't read the book necessarily. They didn't see what the book was about or the idea of it. I mean, the idea was simply 
cops arresting older or lost cartoon characters. So yeah. some sometimes you look into these books, you might not know exactly who it is, but you know who it is. Right, like it's right. that. Uh, I think the first issue had like I don't know a drunken stork in it that got pulled over because he was driving because he couldn't fly drunk anymore. So he figured he'd drive drunk with a baby in there or something like that. <laughs> and uh, he got pulled over by the cops, and the, that was the whole idea of it that's what kicked it off like these cops come over and they arrested these older cartoon characters and nobody read the book necessarily first so i was getting so much flack on how could you make a book about cops and how could you do this i was like wow you know and i'm like these are just random strangers on facebook just commenting (laughs) i'm like dude like do you at the same time they didn't know that you know like they don't know who i am they just commenting i'm like dude all right and with that being the thing, I thought about stopping. Yeah, sure, I'm sure. Yeah. Like, this is my first book, bro. Like, and at the same time, I was like, "But it's it's such a good like idea, dude. Like, you can't. Nobody's doing this. Nobody's doing this idea right, right now. It's such a simple concept that <laughs> nobody's doing this, and it's funny. Like, why not? And that I thought. I remember the day that I thought about actually giving it up. I was at a, a comic book store, just looking at comic books. Cause I was, I would, that's what I do. I go to a comic book store and then I walk to the open mic. Okay. So I was reading a comic book. I can't. I'll be honest. I don't remember which comic book it was, but I was on my way to open mic to the down the street, and I was like, "That's a good idea." And I, I was, I, I, cause I was, I was like all day. I was like, I should quit. I should not do this book anymore. I'm done. But. I thought of another idea on the way to open mic for a book for another Justice Cops. I'm like, that's such a good idea, dude. I can't, I can't, I can't. Not, not do this. <laughs> Sometimes it's just in there and it has to get out, you know? Yeah, yeah it has to get out. Yeah. It has to get out somehow. And I waited for like a month before I started writing because I want to make sure that this idea is legit, it's good. And that's how book two came about. And book two became, it was my bestseller. I think it still is my bestseller to this day. Okay. Uh, book two is is a really it's because it, it combined the comedy with the horror and and uh that's what made me really thrive to do i was like if this book fails then i might be done yeah this book is a, <laughs> I, I fucking love this book this idea is amazing nobody's done this shit i have to put this out so i put that out and book two just is sold really fast and i'm i'm, I'm proud of that book so damn that's great yeah so and it kept, that's what kept the series alive for me and i had to hire another artist that was another thing I, I after the first book the artist uh got pulled to do some other work and i i was like i can't find another artist yeah. you know it's gonna be rough and i end up finding the artist that's doing all the books now and he's doing an amazing job uh so yeah that's how that series pretty much came alive i found another artist i had a great story sent it to him and yeah, it was so it was uphill from there. Yeah. So how how many issues do you have total for that one though? Uh, just us cops. I have five and six right now is going to be done and released August eighteenth. Okay. Um, uh, it's not. I'm sorry, it's not done. We're still going through a couple sure. edits. Um, but I'm actually going to be editing that the images that he sent me, when we get off of this call actually. Oh, yeah. So coming <laughs> so I'm soon. Be doing that for the rest of the day. Um. But yeah, and, and the same art. It was crazy that the same artist that I work with, Ima, he's been doing. He 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 lives in Argentina, um, 
and I found him on Facebook. This dude does an amazing job yeah. on the art. This dude killing it, man. And he speaks nothing but Spanish. That's all he speaks. So him and I have to use Google Translator to figure <laughs> out. Uh, I, we had to use Google Translator to work out a deal. And for a long time, I was like, dude, this might not work. Like, how is this? But he, but that's what's fun about making comic books. Even if you don't make a comic book, I suggest go to Facebook, join one of these comic book artist groups. Yeah. And I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say ask for submissions because you're not going to be um, making a book if you're not making a book. But if, if, if anything, just ask people to show their work. And the, the, cause I, that's my favorite part of going to Facebook or getting a new story done is going to ask for submissions to get this book done. Yeah. You get so many different forms of art, styles oh of God. art, replies. These people are really talented, man. And to, I spend at least about a month before I pick an artist because I, it gets so many submissions. Yeah. You know? Well, it's got to be um, hard, too, because it's, you know, you start looking at the minutia of it and how talented these people are and then thinking about how it represents your book and what the pace of the book is and what, you know, it's like, it's really... It's, that's got to be really difficult, you know. I mean, I, as, as someone who's I've written stuff, never been able to put anything out, I've certainly taught, started working with artists before, and it's like, you know, yeah, you're like, I like your art style, but I don't think this would be good for this book. You know, like the, if you're doing like a horror book, you don't want some a bubbly-looking type of cartoonist. You know, you want something that, or that fits the tone, you know. And, that, and that's what, that's exactly a great segue, because that's what happened with T-Horror. You know, I would I would get, and that's another series that I've been working on now for the last two years, I think. Um, T-Horror began based off the fact that there were so many artists that submitted for Just Us Cops that I would like to work with all of y'all. Yeah. <laughs> as many as I can. And, and so T-Horror was a book that I picked a, a person to do the cover art, Brian Bolando. He's out of uh, the Philippines, and he's going to do the. Uh, uh, we aim to work together through the whole series. He's going to do the cover art for all the books, um, and each artist in the book is going to be different, mainly because the story needs to, like you said, reflects the art. You know what I mean? So I want to be able to have submissions for these artists to come in and at least be able to get. Let's get. Let's try to get one book done together. Yeah. Let's try to work out because I because, you know, some of these artists still hit me up from time to time just to even check in, just as you know see how I'm doing or see if there's any work available for them and to be able to work with all of them after, after just seeing their submissions. I keep a lot of them. I got a folder of just like old submissions from books that I get because every now and then, you know, year round, I guess, artists just join these groups oh, and yeah. every time I ask for submissions, they send stuff in. So those that I actually really like, I keep on a photo on my computer with their contact information and uh, it, it, it you know, I look forward to working with as many as I can, specifically for T Horror, because Justice Cops, that art is done. It's no nobody's going to be That's able to get into that art. <laughs> so, so is is T Horror more of like an anthology series then, where yeah. it's so mm -hmm. that so which makes it easier to to work with different artists because the story yeah. is different. So it's a, the transition has got to be easy that way. There is going to be it's an anthology for sure. There is going to be small. Um, maybe small runs, small stories into, you know, like maybe like a two-parter or something, um, which I've recently just thought about a, a fantastic idea for a two-part series and that I'm going to be doing. So to find an artist for that is going to be important. But, you know, I want every story to look different. 
Yeah. You know, this is the, the original plan that I had for Just Us Cops was for each book to look different, but it didn't necessarily fit a comedy series. Sure. For some reason. It just didn't fit. And but for a horror series, it fits perfectly because each story is is a different kind of scare. It's different. It's not, you know, you know an alien story might not be, may not look the same as a, just a, a, a zombie story. Yeah. You know, being completely two different looks. Um and so that's what I'm going to capture with this, being able to work with any artists that I can. Uh, definitely if their budget isn't that high, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, and I, and I enjoy it, man. It's, it's, it's something I want to do as a kid, just like stand-up. Yeah. It's something I want to do as a kid. So, so yeah. I mean, for the production-wise, you are you guys, like, running Kickstarters to get them going, or are you just self-funding when you, as, as, you, as you can for the next book, or what's the... Um, I'm doing self-funding because uh, these are stories that I want to put out. Yeah. You know, now when it comes to if I if I'm done with the series and I don't feel like there's more, um, I would probably end up doing a Kickstarter if anybody wants to see more. Okay. You know, yeah. I'm sure I can figure out a story that'll work for sure for people that want more of the book. Um, at least I know for a fact that's what's going to happen with Just Us Cops. Um, when I'm done with that run, uh, I might end up doing the Kickstarter to do an issue zero or issue whatever numbers, you know, next to that, because, you know, that, that universe is so easily easy to adapt to, to make a story for yeah, and to make a story for that. I'm able to make it work. So, you know, if I feel like I'm done with the storyline that I want to do and y'all want more, all right, let's make it happen. Oh. I start a Kickstarter and y'all can contribute to that and, and we'll be able to do it. But other than that, all these books, the story that I want to personally put out, these are all going to be self-funded. I think that's only right. I don't want to give y'all a story that I want out, but y'all pay for it. Yeah. I, I, want, I don't want that to happen, you know? Yeah. The uh, Now, f I mean, frequency, What? how often is uh, T-Horror coming out? What's the timeline on that? T-Horror is once a year. Okay. Halloween. I want to put it out on Halloween. I think that's the perfect time Makes to sense. put it out. <laughs> um, Pre-orders are at the beginning of September. No, I'm sorry last week of September all the way up until the release date of course so you can pre-order that and just as cops is the same thing once a year at least right now yeah once a year uh, and once these books get done now another thing that comes up to play is is I get questioned if there's going to be a cartoon series on on um, just as cops or a live action series of T-Horror that's something that we are working on at the moment um, so we got of course pick a storyline to really drive the series to where we want to be because animation ain't cheap y'all yeah, yeah i don't know if y'all know this okay <laughs> animation is nowhere near cheap okay yeah. as much as it, it costs like five times as much as it costs to make a book to do like a minute of animation yeah it's crazy okay? it's insane but it's it, i mean but it's amazing it's i wouldn't want to do the work so i understand um so to be able to do something like that, I'm talking to, I'm trying to talk to a lot of horror directors to get T-Horror into something like a short film series. I would love to do that. And I, I and overall, just the people that support the series. Like, yeah. I'm trying to give people that support the series free stuff or just discounts on stuff because I, you know, from them to even be able to inter be interested in anything that I do is, is I'm thankful for that. So I'm, I'm going to do something special for those that have the whole series or 
you know, have all of Just Us Cops or all of T-Hor. I'm going to do something. something something's going to come for you. I don't know what it is yet. <laughs> but wait. Wait for it. It'll be But just trust me. It's going to be something <laughs> special, man, because I, I appreciate it. I want to show my appreciation to those that support it, you know. Yeah. The, uh, have you done physical copies of any of these, or is it all digital on all of them? 1,000%, bro. Oh, nice. 1,000%, bro. All right. I, I, I've done physical copies of them for, uh, for all the series. Granted, I sold out of one through four of just us cops, but um, I'm, I'm I'm hoping to be able to have those back in stock by August, um, and hopefully not sell out again. But I mean, we're gonna start doing conventions more, start performing at conventions, so my yeah. shows will be there, or my shows will be across the street from the convention, which means if you come to the convention to get a book, of course you get a ticket to the show. Yeah. So it's stuff like that that we're gonna yeah. be doing. Piggyback that advertising. That's the way to go. One thousand percent. Yeah, just just book your tour along the uh you know the convention route that's the way to yep. go so um well let's uh, i want to talk to you since you like horror so much i want to talk to you about horror because i love horror as a genre and i feel like you said this earlier it's a super underrated genre yep. um in any medium um but especially i mean not especially movies but in film so what you, you mentioned um Sorry, what did you say your favorite horror movie was? You said 28 Days Later. 28 Days Later. Uh, favorite movie in general. Uh, besides that, what what are some of your top horror films? Uh, you got Candyman up there. Oh, that's a, that that um, one scared the sh- that one as a kid. Uh, fuck, I I recently revisited that one. That that's still a great. It's a great film, that's so bro. Good. It's fucking amazing. Bro. That dude who plays Candyman is fucking that he Tony fucking. Todd. What's that guy's name? Tony Todd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he plays Venom, I think. He plays I think he voices Venom. Oh, does he? I think so. Uh, Maybe. He might. I think think so. Oh, he's been in stuff. He's one of those guys where you're like, I've seen that guy in stuff, but I don't know his name. You know, he's like, he's one of those guys. But yeah, he's great. Um, What are some of the other? uh, Uh, Night of the Living Dead. Like the the OG one? The OG one, bro. The OG, I can't. Yeah. That's one of the movies that you cannot, I cannot turn off. You yeah. know what I mean? Once it's on. Same with Chud. Chud is another horror movie. Cannibalistic humanoid underground dwellers. Come Amazing. On. Deserves Great. a comic book series. Deserves a comic book series. Yeah. Chud is a movie that deserves a comic book series. Um, let's see what else. What else we got? Child's Play, Easy. That's a great film. Um, I got actually I got all the films back there. Oh, you got like, yeah. all the horror movies on that shelf back there. I, that I think I can literally go over that and look. Hills Have Eyes, you know the the movie The Gate, okay. um, which I think is would be an amazing TV series actually. Uh, a hole in the backyard with demons in there. I mean, yeah. come on, <laughs> who doesn't want to have fun with that? Right. You know what I mean? It's so many of them that have come out. Actually, you know what? I don't know if you heard about this, but there's a there's a there's a there's a book called Halftone Horror. Okay. Are you read this? No. This is this is pretty much every horror comic book that's based off a horror movie. Okay. And I mean like pages, dude, like Damn. pages of it, and they got like all the covers. They tell you the background of it and everything. All that, check. man. I'll have to it's, find that. Actually, this one right here, Pumpkinhead, is another great horror oh, that's movie. that's a great, yeah, yeah. Um, but they talk about that series. They talk about how it got developed and everything. And this book is an independent book. I forgot exactly where to get it from. Uh, 
uh, you type in horrorhound.com. This is not a this is not a sponsor. I'm just doing this just yeah. because. They're going to owe us after this show. Uh, they get, I think it's like 30 bucks, 100% worth right it. I'll have to track it down. Yeah, because I've got horror comics, one of those things, because you, you, like I said, they're smaller niche. Like I, I've got a couple floating around. Like I, I found some in a collection I got of. Uh, um, Halloween comics like the yeah, you know yeah, Michael Myers yeah. some uh, Friday the 13th ones and stuff like that um, yeah. so they're out there and yeah like I've got some of the old Twilight Zone ones that like now comics mm-hmm. I think used to print back in the early 90s and um, but yeah they just don't you know you just don't see them as often you don't and, and one thing about that is that uh, they, they trying to come back yeah. The resurgence of the older ones, uh, or and some some new ones have came out. Like Archie Horror is just becoming a thing oh, now. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and they did an amazing that artwork on I forgot what it was called. I think it's called like Night Shift or something. Amazing mm-hmm. artwork in that book. The cover art necessarily. Okay. For some reason, this is one of the series that the cover art matches, but the the comic book art doesn't really match the story Inside? so uh, like like it has that cartoony look it still has the archie look yeah, yeah you know what i mean and it just doesn't really necessarily mesh but you got that becoming your thing you got silent night that just came out they re- they redid that um i just bought another one i forgot another one i don't remember which one it was but yeah um i would love to see a gremlin series i would oh, love yeah. to see that that's a um, series that i'm so that's a movie that i'm surprised hasn't had some resurgence like a movie reboot it's or happening. nothing. How is no one it, fucked? It's happening, movie? dude. It's happening. It's got to, I, right? I, it, yeah, it's happened. It, it's already, it's already um, been talks about it for for the last two years. It's a thing now. It's definitely going to be a, another resurgence of Gremlins. I don't know when they haven't really talked about who's going to be in it or anything like that, or when it's coming out. But they definitely have talked about the Gremlins movie being redone. That's why they did a, um, they did a Gizmo. Uh, um, uh, backstory story uh, on is it Hulu? I think it's Hulu. Oh, did they? But it's a, like it's a, a cartoon. cartoon. Okay, it's really weird. It's um, like an animated cartoon. Is it good? I haven't seen it. Okay, I'll check it, but out. it. It just came out. It looks like an anime. That's what it looks like. But it's a it's a Gizmo backstory, and so I'm assuming you know they're gonna let that run its course, of course, and then start doing stuff that has to do with Gremlins. Yeah, and that's a, that that's a great TV series right there as well. Yeah, but you know, a movie is even better. You know, yeah. so what did they? They tried to do. Was it Critters? Was that the one they did? They did yeah. a show for a while yeah. that did, didn't yeah. didn't last. I never saw it. I don't know if it was any good, but I loved those movies as a kid, man. That's when the little monster creature things were a thing. Oh, That's yeah. when you know, yeah, Critters. You had like like Go- two other movies. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ghoulies yeah. was the what? <laughs> That was one. Puppet Master, yeah. which was another comic book series that came out. Oh, yeah, yeah. Puppet Master had a comic book series. Um, and the video game Puppet Master is great. Um, Those were wild movies that had, like, that whole Nazi yeah. backstory thing that you yeah, like, man. <laughs> Dude, they like it's a it's like eleven of those movies, too. Oh. It's a bunch of those. I think dude. they're still making them. Those are movies where you're like, how are they? They're talking about redoing them, so... Uh. Yeah. The Puppet Master could be coming back again. We just have to see what they want to do. I mean, these movies have been around forever. I, I think they've been talking about doing a Pumpkinhead movie again, which is the very first horror movie that scared the shit out of me. And I've been a fan of it ever since. So yeah. to see them do that, they try to do Child's Play, though, the remake of that. Well, they did the TV well. show, too, right? Don't they have the TV show? Uh, uh Yes, and the TV show's doing fine, actually. Okay. I never watched it, but I heard the TV show's doing fine. Uh, I think it ended though, but I, I ended on a good note. Uh, okay. 
but definitely uh child's play the remake has been is just terrible it's bad yeah, yeah. So. The, the first one was great the, the, the stories like that like in a tv show are hard because it's kind of the same thing as we talked about with like comic book characters earlier like the longer they go the more you're just like what how much do yeah. we need to know about what the fuck you know this guy's doing this there's only so much we can do if you have sometimes less is more you know it's like with exactly it's like with Star Wars, you know. I was a big Star Wars fan as a kid because I grew up in the 80s, of course, you know. And, like, the first three movies, love them. And, the, and when they said they were going to make more movies, everyone was excited. And I'm like, well, hold on. Because <laughs> they could suck. And if they suck, yeah. And then, and then turns out they just made a bunch of shitty movies. And now they're still just cranking out more shitty Star Wars movies. And it's like, that's hilarious. Yeah, it's like now they've made like eleven Star Wars movies, and like three and a half of them are good. Like, you're fucking. We got a bad batting average here. All of a sudden, your fucking win loss ratio is shit, George Lucas. That, that's what happens with horror movies. Same thing happened with horror movies. They tell way too much. Yeah. Way too much. These horror movies. And I have a straight critique on a horror movie. Horror movies should not be two hours long. It should be a minute, th- an hour thirty. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Hour thirty, you don't need too much because too much dilutes the story of the horror part. Your 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 imagination is the greatest horror uh, uh, attribute when it comes to horror movies. Yeah, what you're yeah. imagining is 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 crazy. Like you don't need to know why somebody did something. You just need to know that they fucking did it. Right. Like, that's the only important part about it. If somebody's chasing you, you're not gonna necessarily wonder why. You're gonna wonder how the fuck I'm gonna get away from this person. Yeah, it's not necessarily why. So it's 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 important that we play with our imaginations, but nowadays it, it doesn't necessarily play a role in a lot of these movies. Yeah, you know, it's all money feel, shot. Everything's yeah. a money shot. There's no, you know, it's like why Jaws was so intense when you first watch it, because you don't see that shark for, you know, the first 98 minutes of the movie. And you're just like, you know, it's a shark. That's yeah. all. You, but like, it's still fucks or like alien, the first alien movie. That one of my favorite movies Actually, of all time. About the Alien movie, that movie didn't almost didn't get picked up, just based off the fact that the script was bad and the movie was boring. Interesting. The minute that um, they read the chest busting scene in uh-huh. that movie, that's the only part they got that. That's the reason why that movie got picked Interesting. up. Interesting. That, that part was in. I got the uh, like a seven disc doc on that movie. Not seven disc, but it's like the whole genre. Yeah, I mean, the yeah. whole series. And they talk about that, how that movie almost didn't get picked up because it was terrible and even grammar errors was in it. It was like really bad. <laughs> that's so funny because that's that's one of my favorite movies, man, because that talk about a slow burn where you're like the whole yeah. movie, you're like, what's it's in the walls? What is it? What the fuck is it? You know, and that that first moment when you finally see it, you're just like, holy shit, man. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and great practical effects for a movie, too, for back in the, you know, what, 79 or whatever the fuck that movie was. Uh, yeah, like 79, 80 or something yeah. like that. I mean, the thing the thing was one of the still to this day, one of the great special effects in a movie ever done. And I think they have a comic book series out. They do. Yeah. Uh, yep, they have done a few. Dark Horse but, did some. Yeah. On the cover art for the thing, for the Dark Horse series, has, is amazing, by the way. But to to have a movie like The Thing still stand in the time that is in that it's been in, and still to this day is very very impressive with how it looks. Tells you how, um, and it shows so much in that movie. But they still didn't let you know exactly what the alien was. Like yeah. they didn't give you what it looked like. They didn't give you where. It, 
necessarily came from, which they didn't, it, it, I mean, they knew it came from space, but they didn't fucking know. Like, they give you so much, but so little, because you want more. But it's right. like, they're in this situation, right? They're, they're stuck with you. You don't, they know just as much as you. That's yeah. what the great thing about <laughs> it. They know just as much as you. So, um, movies like that, man, I, I, I miss them, mainly because we don't have them anymore. The Strangers is a great example of what a horror movie should be like. The Strangers is damn near the greatest example you can pull off because we don't know why. Yeah. And it and it and they played a uh the movie played a perfect role in not telling you why. They played the creepiness of it and they played the sound in that movie played a very important part to yeah. that movie. The people when that movie first came out, it tanked it did really bad. And then after a little about a couple years later, like it started, people started actually liking the movie. But if you, I can only imagine seeing that movie in theaters. That movie had to be terrifying in theaters because the speakers on that movie in the movie theaters are loud. But that's the only way to really watch a horror movie. You yeah, got to number yeah. one, you got to wear headphones. If you're at home watching a horror movie, you're not doing it right. I'm guaranteed. You got to wear it with headphones because sound plays a very important part in a horror movie. That's what amps up the the creepiness of it. Um, it it, it you gotta hear what's what's being said because sometimes in horror movies they whisper. You gotta know this stuff. Um, so I'm a lot of people watch The Strangers just regularly, and it's like they say it's a bad movie. I'm like that is not a bad movie. <laughs> just not watching gotta, it right. Not watching. Yeah, it you're right. just not watching it right. And, <laughs> and I I think mainly people don't watch it right because they're terrified. Yeah. Of having a reaction to it because I think um, found footage films are some of the greatest films ever because they give you exact another example they give you exactly enough information right like exactly like you know just as much as them again that because you're the camera you follow the camera granted we know why i want you to put the camera down we know all that fuck all that just yeah. watch the movie yeah though. watch we're in this world this is it yeah yeah this is it understand the movie you can abandon that the blair witch played a role in making those movies big even though cannibal holocaust came out first but that's a whole nother story <laughs> Uh, Blair Witch played a big role in making these found footage films a thing because you only knew so much and they painted the the story so well yeah. that these people actually disappeared. They made that a thing. Well, that's a, I was trying to explain that to someone a while back where I'm like, the Blair Witch came out when there wasn't the internet. You know, not the internet like we know it now. You couldn't Google, <laughs> did this happen yeah. in Mass... Like, Massachusetts was across the fucking country. For, I've never been east of the Continental Divide. I don't know what the fuck's happening in the woods of the fucking, you know, the goddamn <laughs> colonies. Uh, so I'm like, you know, they painted it like it was real. So in your head, you're yeah. like, was this fucking real? This is like this legend in this, for, you know. Uh, now someone just Googled, I'd be like, yeah, that's not real fact check that and they ruin it you're like hey but. and it does ruin what's going on they, he hit these people away for like six months before they were actually ever came out come out in public and and i mean movies like that were never made again yeah you know um uh, and but that's why that's why i big up jj abrams so much for the way he um uh, approached cloverfield Mm, yeah. This whole series yeah. that he has, the Cloverfield, was approached so brilliantly that people just look at it as the movie. And I get it. It's the movie. I understand why you would look at it as the movie. That's what he wants you to see. But it's the stuff that be around the movie sometimes, the promotion of it, that is incredible and great ideas. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he made a fake website, 
put all these characters on the fake website, made it pretty much as real as he could possibly be. You know, nobody knows, everybody knows not a big monster. Everybody knows that. But he made this website. He made it as real as it possible. He told people that there was going to be a sequel without telling people that there was going to be a sequel to it. Right. And Cloverfield Lane, <clears throat> I'm telling you right now, one of the greatest movies that came out that year, John Gilman did such oh, an amazing job. So good. Yeah. Oh, my God. That movie is so, it's so intense, bro. It's such a good movie, and that movie gets no love for what it did, well, and I don't know why. It it gaslights you the entire movie into thinking you're crazy for believing this guy, or the or for the, like, and then or that like you there's no way, and like then all of a sudden at the end you're like, oh shit, this was some shit did go there. Like you're like, no way, this guy's not. You know, it just fucking gaslights you so hard the whole time, and it does it successfully. And it, it, it plays with you very well. Um, once again, I, you know, the, the sound wasn't so important in that movie, but it was amazing how wow. it sounded. Like, uh, and acted well, and, you know, it's stuff like that that I, I miss in horror movies. Because in, in Cloverfield Lane, you didn't know much. You kind of knew what they knew, and it, it played that role perfectly. Right. Same with Cloverfield. This monster just came down. Well, now it actually rose out of the water. And, and started just attacking shit, you don't know nothing. Right. You're like, what the fuck just happened? You know what I mean? And and it takes you on this adventure that you never th- thought you would even be on in this movie because you never knew what it was about. Nobody yeah. knew what it was about. Um, and we need more like that. We need more mystery and horror. It's yeah. weird to say that because mystery is its own thing, but you need more mystery and horror to make it actually a horror film. Yeah, like maybe, maybe like, yeah, just not knowing. Like that mystique of not knowing is what makes it so... Uh, interesting because if you know where the creature came from and its backstory and if its mom loved it and what its GPA was and you fucking you don't give it you're like all right well now it's not as scary it's familiar and like we we haven't we, just the not knowing anything about it is what makes it so interesting like there's you know everything in there in movies they used to have like show don't tell you know yeah. like just show show stuff show stuff your the the sound the color the movement the 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 this the the setup of that particular shot your camera angles and stuff like those are telling stories that we're not we don't need to have like a 20 minute monologue of the backstory of this monster but now it's like we got to have a 2 hour and 30 minute runtime so just fucking whatever bullshit like, what, you- <laughs> what are we doing here yeah. what are we doing you know what I mean? It's 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 a monster. Get ready for it. That's all we need. Uh-huh. Like that's yeah. all we need to know. And I uh, I uh, I think those movies that don't have a background to it make great horror movies. And that's my that was my whole point when it came to uh, T horror was to make a comic book series where you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. You have no idea what you're getting into. You think you have an idea, but you really don't. And and people seem to really enjoy it and go toward it. In the most positive way, I'm 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 honestly waiting on a negative review. Still, <laughs> I'm waiting on one because I want to see what this person saw that I that I didn't see. Right? Yeah, yeah. And so I can correct it for the next one. So I'm just waiting, and and I haven't gotten one yet. And um, T horror. I mean, I'm not a horror director. I'm not a. I, I I like horror movies. I love them. Actually, I'm not. I'm sure somebody knows horror better than me. But this is going to be something that. T-Horror is going to really represent, it's going to represent the horror movies that I want to see personally, and that I think how to make a horror movie 
not saying not degrading any other horror directors out there because i don't fucking know how to work a camera so <laughs> i think leaving the mystery though in horror is what we what we need 100 i hope we get that at some point yeah well it'll, it'll come back hopefully it'll come back i heard the uh matt i heard matt damon say something interesting recently which is a sentence i never thought i'd say in my life uh nah. the uh, <laughs> he said that the reason we don't get any like unique movies anymore everything's just these tentpole blockbuster you know remakes or or franchise movies is because the studios only have basically the opening weekend to recoup their money because they they used to you know movie could tank in the theaters but then they'd sell a bazillion copies on DVD to all the blockbusters across right. America and they'd make mm -hmm. up money on the back end and stuff like that. Okay. They don't have that luxury anymore. So mm -hmm. everything has to make up money. So it's like, I'm like, oh, like it's, it's unfortunate, but you kind of start thinking about it. Like, I mean, it makes sense, you it know, makes I mean, sense. Yeah. Uh, it, but it sucks because it does kill an industry. And I think there is a want for and a need for that type of art. It just, there's, there's a, not a place to put it yet so well once they start calculating streams correctly yeah and i think that's when we get more of an idea of taking a chance because i know movie theater i mean movie companies aren't getting paid for these streams like i'm sure they want yeah um and and uh i mean if musicians aren't getting paid for streams i doubt a, a movie company is getting paid for streams yeah. so you know once they start getting figuring that out that's when I feel like we get more directors that are going to take a chance. Hopefully, you yeah. know what I mean. And, well, also, I, mean, I think I think we're going to see. Well, it's funny you say the streams because this whole writers' strike—that's the big, yeah, thing—is they want mm -hmm. they want to get in on the stream, like the streaming plan. They're not getting paid on any streaming shit. Right. But um, I think that it now it's so easy. You can film. A movie on your iPhone and edit it on your iPhone now, essentially. So, and you, it looks fucking good, you know. Yeah, so, yeah. I think you're gonna see more people, maybe not, maybe not necessarily big time directors that can get the studio budget, but even maybe some guys like that who are like, well, I want to make just my thing, and I have mm -hmm. an audience. Mm -hmm. I have people that follow me. I can make it yep. and put it. It's like Louis C.K. putting out his own special, just puts it on his website, mm -hmm. and a bazillion people go to his website and watch it. It's like, yeah. you know, whoever, Darren Aronofsky can film a movie on an iPhone, edit it, mm -hmm. put it out, and be like, I sell it to you for five bucks a pop. And then you don't have these fucking executives telling you what you can and can't do. And, so. and, and that is very important because the, the, the fan base is now, <clears throat> fan base is the big thing now yeah. like you just gotta have a bunch of followers that's gonna support the film or support whatever you're doing mm -hmm. and you can make a move in the in the in the in the with the big leagues because that's what they want yeah. you know if you have a million followers then you're almost guaranteed to at least get a million followers on me uh even half a million or you know three quarters right right of them to watch this film then they're gonna wanna contact you and right. see who's doing what, 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 like how are you making this happen? Like, what can we do to make this thing? That's what made um, that uh, same with video games, by the way, which are which is possibly the easiest way to actually get something made into a movie. Uh, they have uh, and shout out to uh, A twenty four. Their studio is doing oh amazing. God, by they the do way. great stuff. Yeah, uh, they picked up the the game Backrooms and then making it into a movie. 
is going to be directed by a 13 year old which is damn near just a, a perfect idea because these are the, this is the kid that's playing the game that's true it, it, yeah. it's not somebody that's not playing a game which bugs me a lot because usually when they remake a game uh which they're doing silent hill right now uh to to really quote unquote sell the game they get a person who says they're a big fan of the game big fan, and when they're not a big fan of the game they literally just play like 10 minutes of it and it's like oh i can do this yeah. like at least that's how i feel by the project that's presented afterwards when they remake the game or the movie i'm a big fan of the series i'm a big fan of this and i don't really feel like they're a big fan of it just based off the fact of um what they have produced because this doesn't show that you're a big fan of it this just shows that you just know what the storyline is of right it. you got a basic uh, basic concept of it and basic yeah yeah and and it it, it you know, takes away from that, um, from that, that project or that, that idea of what good is then, because then the person that, you know, plays and you know, sees the movie that you made off of a Silent Hill game, which is an amazing horror game, by the way, um, and amazing comic book series, by the way, um, I forgot about that. Um, see the movie, they like, this game must suck because this movie it's not that good. Yeah. Like it's not. It makes me want to play this game. Granted, Silent Hill is one of the rarest games that you're going to find. Like it's, it's copies going for three hundred now at this point. Goddamn. Uh, and the the comic book series is also hard to find. Granted, I got like two or three of them. Lucky me. You know what I mean? <laughs> I know. But the comic book series it was is still going on. It's hard to find some of the the back issues. But I mean, these games and 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 comic book series that are being picked up to be movies made by people that are actually fans of it i think this uh back room movie is going to prove that being a fan of a certain genre or being a fan of a certain game or media is really going to uh try to find those people that are fans to be there when directing it or making it because i don't think everybody is a fan of what they are making we're doing i just think they think it's a cool concept and want to do it yeah yeah well and that's the thing with like we said the these big studios are beholden to this huge audience in having to make you know they got to make movies where china's going to be happy with it too you right. know instead of mm-hmm. uh, some yeah. someone just being like hey i can make a movie and i have a direct portal to the people who already like this and my audience mm-hmm. plus my audience and we can sell the shit out of this to these people instead of having John Cena apologize in fucking Mandarin to goddamn because he fucking believes Taiwan's a real country, whatever the fuck. Like some fucking crazy bullshit. You're like, dog, you speak Mandarin? You learn Mandarin to suck Chinese's dick. What China's dick? What the fuck is happening right now? Like it's some crazy shit. You know what I'm saying? Granny, I will say this. If if a big company contact me, we can work. Just yeah. <laughs> Listen, I'll sell out in a heartbeat. Like, keep me up. Yeah, if, if you see this, Paramount, get at me. You know, so like somebody. Like, yeah. uh, and sometimes that is the that is the thing though. Like, some people just need that look to be able to. So some people have to sacrifice some of their not necessarily integrity, but critique, uh, creativity side to get that look, so they can go do what they want to do. And I respect that. You yeah. know what I mean? I get it because you know they want to have control of what you do. Yeah first to make sure that you actually do this and then at that point that's when you try to go do whatever you want but you know, man. i forget the name. i forget what director said it but one of the bigger directors now he's like i do you know i do one for the studio then 
one for me like that finance is the movie i want to make then i make exactly well, you know, you know, and i get that i get you know it makes sense you got to do it you know it's like you got to do it so um well uh tell everyone uh where they can find the comic book uh how they can support you uh social media and also uh maybe shout out any upcoming dates you got for stand-up i know you're going to be in dallas and stuff coming up too in other places so um as far as the comic books go you can get just us cops which is a buddy cop comedy about two cops that arrest old cartoon characters uh you can pick that up at uh tncomedy.net you can order your copy i do ship out for free free shipping um and as well as t horror t horror is a horror anthology um i only have one issue out right now um but the newest issue will be coming out october 31st all right and then the new issue of justice cops will be coming out august 18th you will be able to see those on my website tncomedy.net don't forget that i'm gonna say that like 80 times while we talk <laughs> about this um as far as comedy go um i know we didn't, we didn't talk much about comedy too much but i do stand up comedy i'm a stand up comic uh i've been doing comedy now for like 14 years i started in dallas uh met him met you in seattle yeah well when i lived there uh for the three years and then i moved to phoenix for two years and now i live in fort collins colorado um but i have i have tour dates actually really coming i'll be busy over the next two months um i first gotta go to minneapolis i'm just i'm gonna get my calendar yeah on. go for it i got a lot but, but of course, you can always find these web these on my website tncomedy.net. Um, let's see, for the month of uh, June, I'll be in uh, I'll be at the Crane uh, in Minneapolis, and uh, I'll be in uh, the following week. I'll be in Wichita at the Looney Bin uh, Comedy Club in Wichita, Kansas. Uh, the following week, I'll be uh, headlining in Seattle at Laughs. Comedy Club, and then the week after that, which is now hitting July, I'll be at the Comedy Arena in Dallas, and then I'll be in the following week after that, I'll be in Tucson, um, at the uh, at Laughs in Tucson. Okay, that's two laughs back in a row. But all those dates will be on my website. I, I got a lot of dates coming up. I'm planning more. This isn't it. I'm trying to plan as much as I can because in the fall, I will be going to Europe to tour Europe. Oh, damn. I'm excited about that. Uh, just got my passport, so I'm looking, I'm ready for that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, all this info will be on my website, tncompany.net. And if you're a gamer, I do stream on Twitch. You can find me on Twitch. Uh, you can find me on Twitch, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. All of those, you just type in TN Comedy. I should pop up. Oh, I should there. be the only one there. Um, and on my YouTube as well, you type in TN Comedy. Uh, actually, type in TN Comedy One. Somebody took my took TN no. Comedy. I don't know who so Type in TN Comedy right. One. Hey, it'll, one of them will pop up. They'll find it. Yeah, so. one of them will pop up. It'll be a bunch <laughs> of videos on there of me playing video games, doing doing stand up. Um, I also forgot to mention if you you know what if you mentioned that you heard me on this show, um, just like Instagram message me or Facebook message me. If you want to get a comic book from me, once you buy a copy of T Horror, uh, a lot of people don't know about this, but I developed a soundtrack to T Horror. Oh, damn. Um, so I have a three uh, track soundtrack that goes with the book. Each song is possibly about six minutes long, so you can listen to one and pre- pretty much get through the book, Pace or it. you can 
skip through pick whichever one you want to listen to while you read it, it gives you a different feel for the book um and i and you know what you mentioned that you've been on this show i 100 percent would send it to you for free all, all right. right that's stuff there you go did, did you do the music personally or i didn't man i got a bunch of friends that do music uh, that i met via twitch actually okay um and uh, they they wanted to do some music. They were interested in. It. They liked doing music. So I was like, "How about you just make a soundtrack for this and let me know how it sounds?" And I pretty much commissioned them to do that, just like I did the artist. Yeah, I love that idea. I always had this dream of doing like, yeah, comic books with soundtracks. Like, cause I love music too. I used to do music. And I love writing. I always would write with. Anytime I wrote something, there was a song that I would like whether a song that existed or a tone that I wanted, like a soundscape that I would want with it. And I always thought that'd be an interesting, um, yeah, mashup that never happened really. But there's some certain things with merch that I'm trying to do to um, give the the readers or the buyers to, to be in the, the field that I feel when I read a comic book yeah. or, you know. So I want to develop music and there's some other things that I'm going to put out, but I'm not going to say it now until it's right. actually done. Um, but yeah, music is one of the things that I do when I do read comic books. You know, I like putting on music to set a mood uh, for the book. So to be able to do that for T-Horror is going to be great. And that's not going to be the only thing that's coming out for T-Horror. So be looking out for that. Yeah. All right. Well, follow Thomas, everyone, on all the platforms. You get updates on the comic books, the comedy tour, what's coming next, and all the updates. And uh, support him. Buy a comic book. And um, yeah, man. I'm, uh, I'm I'm glad we could do this. We'll have to do it again sometime. And uh, yeah, so uh, we're going to, I think we're, we're at almost two hours, so we'll probably, um, <laughs> you know, uh, we'll probably cut out for me. I got to, I got to eat some dinner here. I'm, I'm an hour ahead of you. <laughs> uh, I got you. I got to fucking pack too. I got to hit the road. I got to head to, in the magic of editing, if you hear this people, I'll be in Oklahoma City, but I have to pack to leave to Oklahoma City uh, <laughs> in, in the future. Um, so, but uh, uh, guys, again, go follow, follow Thomas, check out everything he's doing, support everything. Uh, as for me, again, go to dececomedy.com, check out everything going on across the network, live shows, uh, lots of stuff everywhere you know what to do uh and yo, if you're no yo, we gotta put something together sometime me and you gotta be on stage at one point we got we gotta share the stage again at some point yeah man i've i run a bunch of shows through new mexico and texas and stuff so we'll, we'll have you come oh, down to new mexico yeah man i got a i got a whole run i got i got a weekend in las cruces i think i have, i think i'm gonna have like a two-day in las cruces and like a thursday friday saturday in las cruces in el paso starting in the next two month or two right now it's just las cruces Thursday, Friday, but I'm trying to add a Saturday in El Paso for people. So shit, let's make something happen, man. We we'll put something together. Yeah, for sure. I got I got shit around San Antonio and Waco and all over Texas too. So hell yeah, yeah. Um, but all right, man. Well, everyone for the social hour. Thank you very much for listening, guys. Again, check out Thomas Follum, uh, and uh, I have been Dees, and we will see you all next week. Mm-hmm.